Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome to episode 88 of Another Woodshop Podcast featuring the one and only Graz. Now, Mike, I've been thinking, if we trim back that intro, we could probably make the podcast sound longer. What? Is that like a, is that like a manscaping joke? I think it that is. That was, a, that was the, the most delayed reaction I ever yeah, got. Yeah, that was, the, uh, that, that took a ever. second. Yeah. I was like, what is this? 88 oh, intros, and this is I where do. we end. I do terrible cheesy intros every week. But anyways, Graz is with us. What's Thank you for having me. I'll see you Thank guys you coming on here someplace on another podcast. Yeah, yeah another Jimmy another Thank you for leasing him. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have one hour out of my cage, and I have to go back in the cage at Jimmy's house. <laughs> well, Graz is joining us, so we've been pretty much laughing nonstop for about an hour and a half now, which is fantastic. Uh, you've been laughing. I'm just He's rolling my eyes funny, guys. a lot. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Why well, is that the is that the word on the street that I, I might be? <laughs> Jimmy may have said some stuff. Graz oh, has no. introduced us to a lot of very important things tonight. <laughs> Buster Rhymes Island, uh, the the Island Boys. There's a lot of island themes. Yeah, Space lot, Hay. <laughs> Space Hay is the new island. Coming social media. Space Hay Island. Wait, I think no. <laughs> What's the one where everyone got trampled? What is that? Astro funds. Oh god, Astro World. Astro Turf. Too soon. Astro Turf. No. Anyway, Graz is here. Graz is great. He's a funny guy. If you don't know who Graz is, that's thank you for having me. On you, and you're an idiot, and you need to fix it. Does does Graz actually make things, or is he is he just a funny guy? So his name is Graz, and he makes. Yeah. No. I. I. uh, I, Like I say, I make my parents disappointed. First name's (laughs) Tobias. By the way, I learned that in a (laughs) pre-show. Eunice. Eunice Arnold Lee Bob George Smith Harry (laughs) Jr. The third. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Well, the dog's name is Garage. We'll get, we'll get more into it. I got Graz. that reference, Pete. You, Thank you. If, the dog's name is Indy. It's from yeah, Indiana Jones. Very good. Indiana, oh, was yeah. that your Sean Connery? That was that, amazing. Yeah. That was, you're the man now, dog. <laughs> yes, money, penny. Give me a break. All right. So, <laughs> we'll get deeper let's into Garage later show. in the show. No, no, let's get Can we start sorry, over? What? Can we start over? Can, no, Wait, no, did you say you're going to get deeper in me? We're going to get deeper in Graz a little bit later in the show. Okay. First, All right, speaking bring, of getting your, deeper in, bring I your flashlights. <laughs> and uh, your clean knuckles. But first, I wanted to mention <laughs> the uh, the patrons. Big thank you to the patrons for support, supporting the show. You guys are awesome. we got two new patrons this week, Andrew Nisley and John Bates. So thanks to you guys. Hey. You guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting the show. You guys Solid are awesome. golf clap for those guys. Thank you for supporting us. Yes, you guys are awesome. Um, and then... We're going to go straight into a really hot segment for us. This has become a really big thing for us. It's our review segment. And, of course, without this, we would never know it was that. Oh, Black Betty, ramble him. That's our uh, intro to (laughs) to the review (laughs) segment. Graz, you may not know this, but that is Mr. Daniel Dunlap singing. And he has the voice of an angel. And it's, it's just beautiful. So. The um, voice of an angel that smoked too much and has a fake uh, <laughs> voice box now. The drinks. I don't <laughs> smoke. Girl. Oh, Black Betty. A Black oh. Betty. <laughs> the drinks uh, pre-made old fashions with coffee grounds strained through a hobo's sock. No, uh, <laughs> you have the you have the voice of a castrati. <laughs> I assume that's funny. 
Listen. Th- sorry to interrupt your opening. Yeah, the, no, this it's very important that you don't interrupt this ever again. So just pay attention. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> going on your permanent the, record. I want to get into the first review, and this one's this. Just kidding, there's no reviews. You guys dropped the ball again. What so, the hell, uh, guys? <laughs> no. Don't, but you know what? Now, something now. That did happen? Pete, yeah, why don't you talk about ahead. it? You go into this. No, no, no. You go into this. So, as many of you know, uh, not only do we have a way to leave, leave reviews on Apple Podcasts or all those other Android, whatever, uh, but we also, of course, have a Yelp. And in the Yelp, someone and didn't Yelp. leave a review, but uh, no, the Yelp. It's the Yelp. But the oh, and the, people don't, have don't left, forget. Don't forget the most important part. The Yelp is based at our headquarters. We are a recording Omaha, studio based Nebraska. out of <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. Yes, I made sure that it was close to Dan, so you can keep an eye on it. Um, the best part is no one left reviews, but I loaded the page today to three photos. It was four, because, four new you photos know, now. Four now, yes, four photos. Um, that really say a lot about our radio station. So make sure to go check out our Yelp page. Uh, I'll leave the link in the uh, the show notes. And uh, you know, if you got a photo that describes this wonderful location, please do share it with everyone. It's fantastic. Yeah. So that's our review segment, and you can tell it's over because we're not going to say anything for one second. Okay, great. Uh, the ne- <laughs> now we're gonna. Ch- oh, Pete's killing flies. Uh, we're gonna, Glad you know. <laughs> we're going to get into our, uh, our our what's on our bench segment. And of course, that has another interlude from Mr. Daniel Dunlap. What's on my bench? Thank you, Dan. That was amazing. <laughs> you said bench. <laughs> <laughs> you you know you've come on a quality show, Graz. <laughs> this, is good, this is good stuff. This, this is, is way more technology than the AskCast had. <laughs> oh, Paul, they have transitions. Did you guys have this on, on AskCast? Ow, my nips. That's my son saying, ow, my nips. And we play <laughs> We play that all the time. That's can, a, can, I, can I ask, uh, uh, like, how, what in context was that from? He no was context. riding his power wheels, and he, he hit a rock and slammed his chest on the steering wheel and said, ow, my nips. And then, <laughs> boom, yeah. blast he my hit, nips. He hit the, uh, he hit the milk duds. <clears throat> so... <laughs> the old glass cutters. The old glass cutters. The old bottle I mean, we, we played some some golden lines too with, while, while Jimmy was here. That was good. Oh, yeah. We had, uh, let me see if I can find it, but this is what we played for the intro for Jimmy. <laughs> was that from Maker Camp? It's from <laughs> Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. <laughs> I think I, I I think I heard a couple guys say that during Maker Jerry, Camp. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry. Uh, send anyway. you my blood. <laughs> well, since Graz is our special guest and he's ultra special to us, Graz, how's your week going? What have you been up to? It is uh, it, it is going well. Um, I was just in the shop a couple nights ago. I am. Um, wait, is is this the what's on my bench thing? Yeah, or, you don't or have just, to say okay. what's on your bench. It's just what's going on. All right. It's a what's going on with life this week? Sexual issues. It's it's going well. I've been um, tomorrow. There's a, a new video dropping on on Narwhal that I've been editing all week, and it's uh, in Narwhal Labs. My over there. I work. Yeah, for yeah. Total Boat before you go slash... further, before you go further. Oh my god! Define what you're talking about there. What's Narwhal? Okay, so I will in context. So I work for Total Boat slash Narwhal Labs, which is a provider of the best epoxy out Purveyor. there. A fine purveyor. Um, fine purveyor of epoxies for all boats, incomplete or total. 
And uh, with it, within Total Boat, there's a makerspace called Narwhal Labs, and um, it's me and a couple other uh, other other people. And um, weekly, we release videos on crazy builds that we do, and then it's a space open for anyone in Bristol, Rhode Island, to come in, and we have all the fun toys and tools to make. Anything you want. We have a CNC machine. We have laser That's cutters. Dope. We have welders. We have they any really uh, all I the epoxy you want to play with. So, but anyway, yeah, Bristol, been, uh, Rhode Island, is that Bristol, where the Rhode famous Island. racetrack racetrack is? If I were a NASCAR, yeah. Fan? Wait, there is. Yeah, I I did pass a a a, a, a track there recently, and I was Dan like, oh, I didn't know that. That's all that means is is that a NASCAR <laughs> thing? I think it's a NASCAR thing. I'm okay, not 100% but, sure, but I've heard that, yeah, that before. That question oh. came out of left turn field. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> sure, that left turn field. Um, but yeah, so we are tomorrow releasing a video that um, Narwhal, Andrew from Narwhal, built a spear gun for fishing, and he went out and speared a fish, and it's how to build a spear gun. It's crazy powerful, and uh, I think yesterday we released a video of Jeff from Narwhal Lab, uh, getting it in the nose because he didn't realize how powerful it was, and it cracked Oof. him right in the face. So really? It's a pretty nice. Spring back like yeah. the hand. Oh, well, he was Jeff was trying to figure out like how fast the shot do? per per feet, <laughs> like like MythBusters. They had like the square foot, yeah, yeah, like the black and white checkerboard. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But he kind of did like the put it up to his eye like Ralphie, and he and he basically shot, <laughs> shot his eye out. Yeah. So on the rebound, it got him back in the it, face. It coiled right into his nose, Ooh. and you just see him being like, "Oh, I think I broke my nose." So it's definitely a a silly video. He was a good sport and let us release that, but uh, felt felt bad that he he took it <laughs> right on the nose. But it is nice. a very powerful and fish killing spear gun that uh it it, it came out pretty cool. How does how does PETA feel about this? Um, I they, feel they okay came, about it. Yeah, they came to the door <laughs> and we shot them with the. Uh, you shot the PETA. Gun. <laughs> yeah, both of the representatives of PETA showed up. Shot them both. They were delicious. I mean, as PETA guys, as they say, PETA's there's, workshop. There's, th- there's plenty of fish in the ocean, so. <laughs> That's what I we hear. Only shot, we only shot. We only reps. We only shot one dolphin, and it was a jerk. So he, <laughs> he spent the dolphin a dumb was dolphin. in on the joke, though. He spent yeah. all of his money. The on dolphin tickets. was in on the joke. <laughs> yeah, he it was, he was in on the bit, and he just wanted. The dolphin to was compensated. Yeah, <laughs> we shot him on porpoise. Oh my god, I quit. I quit. I'm out. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I just said that joke for the halibut. That was amazing halibut. Well, yeah. that's the best joke I heard all day. <laughs> all right. You guys stop. I can't. That's bad now. Sorry. I mean, it was funny when Graz did it, Pete, but when you did it, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I'll be over here doing yeah. my taxes. You <laughs> just you just made the joke a little fishy. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I could keep going. I should be on TV. I should, should be on TV. You should be on no. Flix. Uh, uh, or... Uh, the network. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. No, 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 don't do that. Uh, well, so yeah, that, that is my that is my that is my full time job working for Narwhal slash Total Boat slash. That's pretty dope, man. Distributors. That's so, pretty cool. It what, is a. What do you do? You help with? Is, is there something specific you do with Narwhal Labs? I mean, are you like the? I mean, what is it? You specific? Are you like running the video equipment? Are you running like? Do you just? Kind of I, I am like. I am a jerk of like two trades, uh, behind <laughs> and in front of the camera. Gotcha. I, I, I basically me and another guy 
Kyle are the two camera people and editors to produce all the videos, but sometimes I'll jump in front of the camera. Like um, over the summer, I shot a video on how to make a knife and how to start a fire with it. So like any time, it's kind of like Andrew will be in a video, then I'll be in a video, then he'll be in a video, then I'll be in a video. Round and Robin. just kind of like, that's cool. Yeah. Kind of swap cameramen. So nice. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it is a pretty awesome job, and it's a fantastic company to work for. So I'm, we I'm, love Total I'm very, here. very lucky. We, we all use it. They've been a sponsor of the yep. show several yep. times. We really love them. I, mean, I like them. It's just so easy to use. They yeah. Legit, are, it's awesome company and really, really awesome people. I think and I could talk I to said Mike in a pre-show, for the most, a whole day. The, yeah, the most fun tent oh, at, yeah. uh, at Maker Camp. Yeah, I um, Mike is the first boss I ever hot-tubbed with, so... That that tells you how cool wait, Mike wait, is. Back I'm up, hot what? tub with Mike. He seems great. Uh, what? I'd hot Tell us Mike. more. What? <laughs> Did you guys no, sing dur- and during... do a TikTok video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Total Island Boys. Boys. <laughs> Total yeah, Boys. We, we, we are the original part Island one. Boys. <laughs> no, uh, dur- during... <laughs> part A, part B. Part A. <laughs> I didn't realize he had full body tattoos. It was crazy. <laughs> Actually, that makes sense. Uh, I guess he Graz looks like would a be subway part tunnel. B. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> he had a Graz. He had a Graz makes logo right in his lower back. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Graz Graz made made it. It. <laughs> He during during the 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 show, the secret project. Mike and Kristen of Total Boat came out for a weekend and uh, stayed with Derek and I. And the place we were staying at was at a condo, and it had a hot tub. And so we were like. Want to island boys this thing? And so we, we, <laughs> <It's a verb> <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we hot tub that we, we were hot tub living. So that's right. I, f- I feel like I feel like Pete needs bottles. to link the island boys video in the show notes at this point. Fine, I'll link I really the video. hate to give them any views, to be very honest. No, I don't want to link it to anyone that wants to just hate themselves and the Internet and maybe like delete Instagram. Look up the island boys. And you'll know when you hit it. It's a yeah. long video of them in a hot tub. Um, Just spitting, spitting mad fire. Hot mad fire. Ciphers <laughs> of, of amazing if, rhymes. Yeah. If you're if ever you feeling like if, really bad about yourself, if you're having a terrible yeah. week, things just aren't looking very good, you're really bummed out, go look up the Island Boys. Things yeah, are going to look let's just say if, for you. Phineas and Ferb grew up and they don't look good. <laughs> if, if, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I was gonna say if, if, if Eminem is from 8 Mile, they're from 5K. <laughs> <laughs> Summer vacation never stopped. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> Dan's a dad. He gets it. Oh, that's great. Oh, Jesus. All right. Back well. Back, Back to, to you, Josh. Yeah, where, where were we? <laughs> so, yes. So, Total Boat, awesome people, awesome company, awesome products. 100%. And uh, they basically let us kind of kind of go Wait, and make Is Total Boat paying us for this episode? No, I, uh, I don't know. No. Are they? No, oh, they, they take aren't. the hat off. Oh. Okay. <laughs> My Total Boat show is no, coming they, right off. <laughs> it, it is It is pretty awesome. They, they like, we'll, we'll brainstorm, come up like last year, I was. When the McRib finally came back, oh thank God! I, I had I lived my life around I, that actually. Exactly, and and it's one of those things. I wanted the McRib back permanently, so I pitched an idea that we just take one and just put it in epoxy, so we can. Oh, have that it was that was you, and that that, that was, was you. Me. Yeah. Oh, and so that, okay. How does it look they, now? 
not good. Not good. <laughs> a little air gut in there, and there's black mold. And I, 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 I don't want to be political, but I don't want to cut that thing open and have a new virus form out of that. So, <laughs> so I don't McRib. know what's going on. That's I'm COVID twenty one people. Mc, yeah, the Mc, McRib variant. McRib variant. <laughs> yeah, I don't it want that fun. happening. <laughs> yeah, be the, the TB variant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it looks I, I don't know what happened, but I think a little air got in there and weirdly the meat is fine, but the bread has turned black. And oh, it's that just sounds racist, terrifying. Actually. Okay. <laughs> I didn't boys edit that out. <laughs> but There's we sandwich joke in there. <laughs> but the McRib is is back for 2021 now, so I might have another crack at it. So thank God. We'll, what you got to we'll, do is you got vacuum chamber the whole thing. Well, we did that, oh, and did. but I but I think I sanded it a little too close to the bread, and air got you into sanded the bread it a little then, too close to the sun. Close to the bread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I I would love to put like a like stabilized McRib and then make a bowl like a clear bowling ball and have a McRib right in the middle That'd of it. That'd be so and, baller. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that literally. is that is a phrase I didn't think I'd hear today. A stabilized <laughs> McRib. Oh, I thought you were going to say Show title. I stick my fingers in a McRib. <laughs> in a McRib. <laughs> we all want our fingers in a McRib. <laughs> exactly. That would be so sick. That's how you eat them. You put them on your, Wouldn't that your be hands the... and then just Yeah, that would be like the yeah, you could McRib be like, you gloves. Could put some like yeah. sauce in there. They're but... a lot smaller than they look McRib on the commercial. <laughs> the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let Kristen know that we uh, brought up Total Boat a bunch on this episode. <laughs> don't tell her to like, listen. Tell her well, not to listen don't, to it. Just, just skip, yeah. skip, like, like, skip 88, us. Kristen. Skip 88. <laughs> yeah, next time I'm on the show, I'm like, well, I used to work for Total Boat. <laughs> I'm gonna, the episode's actually going to be titled Episode 88, Kristen, Don't Listen to This. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll skip over uh, Swamp Skid Hot Pocket. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Or just all you pre-show listeners, real yeah. pre-showers, yeah, you dedicated yeah. pre-showers, <laughs> you unfortunate pre-showers, chin deficit. Oh, oh anyway. my goodness. Uh, so that's, that's so. Where that's where it. are we in this question? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, your week. What are you? What else are you up to? You got a video okay. coming out. That's if all that's I got it, so you need to throw I, I have it to somebody. A video <laughs> coming out tomorrow. That would be uh, Friday, November twelfth, on Narwhal's channel. And then awesome. uh, personally, I'm working on. Four or five chef knives right now and nice. in my shop. So I like watching yeah. your knife videos. They're fun. Thanks. I do. They're just fun. They're just they're just chill. You're just like, I'm making a fucking knife. Let's do this. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I do. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm 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 really trying to lean into the the, the knife making part now, now that the we wrap the show. Yeah, and uh, I I really want to start start really focusing on on knife making. I just got a cool. an even heat um oven so I can start making stainless steel. Knives, which I'm pretty psyched about, so that will be uh, on nope. in my Etsy store soon. I hope. Cool. So awesome. Yeah. Check out Gros. What about Etsy. you, Pete? What about you? Well, me. Grosmakes.com. What? Don't, me? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what's on your bench? <laughs> oh, uh, hey. Uh, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> so for me, I, I. What did I do this week? Shoot, I, I was so lost Dan, in Gros's eyes. How about you? No, sure. no, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> my um, eyes are up here, buddy. The main thing I did is I <laughs> stop uh, swinging. My CNC is finally up and running. It is. Uh, I got the threaded insert wasteboard done. I got it flattened out. Everything's good to go. I still need to do a little bit of tuning. It looks like my uh, my spindle is tilting a little 
forward, I guess. It happens in old age. Yeah, it does. But that's fine. <laughs> they make pills for that. They're called washers. Um, <laughs> washers for old age. So I need to just get it uh, leveled out, and then um, I should be all set with that. Aside from that, I delivered the table. That was That's right. That was last week. So I, I delivered that desktop, not table, uh, to the customer. He's super happy. Uh, as I was leaving, he's like, oh, I also need this like kitchen island breakfast nook thing made. I was like, are you talking about the uh, the ash table with the the, the chocolate Rubio chocolate? Yes, the chocolate Rubio. Wait, nice. are, are you talking about a, a kitchen island boy? Uh, I mean, he <laughs> thinks he's a man, but sure. Sorry, I have for the I right money. Had... I'll be oh, a stuff. kitchen island boy. I'll make it. You you are forever my my <laughs> island boy. My island boy. Uh, I gotta get my hair done like that. But uh, please do. So, by the way, the, the chocolate Rubio. Well, first of all, Rubio. Bravo. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Yeah. It's I, fantastic. I'm not used to sanding to 120 it's and a it weird being thing done. That you got to get over. It's yeah. really weird. That's why I like, and I was watching some videos and some people were recommending stuff. Somebody, uh, I saw a video, I think it was by Spags and someone else, they mentioned going up to 180 and then applying to finish. And I was like, ah, let me try it. And I tried it on the show side, on the top side, and it absorbed beautifully came out a little lighter. So I ended up having to hit it with, with another coat. It changed a little bit, not enough. I'd say that was like a significant stain color, but our change. But either way, it looks fantastic. I was super <laughs> happy with it. I'm going to be using Rubio for a lot of different projects. And I did pick up, I didn't use it on this, uh, but I picked up some maintenance oil, which some people recommended as well. It's basically their like, because Rubio is a floor finish. It's another hard wax oil floor finish. And they recommend this uh, maintenance oil for, you know, high traffic areas on the floor or areas that you're going to be beating it up a lot. Kitchen tables, counters, things like that. And um, I'm excited to try that out. I'm going to be doing some stuff uh, in the coming weeks and I want to try that hard wax oil. I got to pick up some Rubio Pure. And what's funny is I got the Rubio, I got the <clears> maintenance <throat> oil, and I realized I was all out of Odie's all in the same week. So I spent like $200 on finishes or more. And there was just three finishes <laughs> and they're all like tiny little jars because they're all hard wax oils or waxes or whatever. That stuff is pricey. Everything has gone up yes. in price. Uh, like this, even a uh, little jar of Odie's was like 45 bucks. It used to be 30 something. And then we complained. So there's that. Um, and aside Thanks, from that, Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Dirtbag. You know, if he didn't discover America, we'd be just That fine. guy's a real piece of work. <laughs> real piece of work. Um, <laughs> chopping down that cherry tree. But aside from never that, it's just lie, a lot though. of boring stuff. <laughs> he never, I never lied. Um, just helping my, my folks out with the, the house sales. So there's inspections and stuff happening right now. That's all happening. We're packing them up throwing stuff out. I've been making dump runs. I feel like I, I parrot Mike a few weeks after what Mike says, like when Mike's doing dump runs or he's building something or he gets a machine, I get the same thing on my bench a couple weeks later. <clears throat> but uh, we're almost done with that. The closing should be uh, mid-December and then they're going to be going back to the motherland, um, which is an island, Poland, first ever <laughs> landlocked island, just so you guys know. Uh, they're going back in the first of the year. I'm not sure how the math works don't worry about the math. It's Polish okay. math. It pencils. Polish math. Okay. <laughs> we use <laughs> letters. Sense, <laughs> but yeah, Cir so we uh 
we're just getting a lot of, I mean, Mike, you know, the selling a house stuff is, <clears throat> is annoying. Prep this, get this ready, get this inspection. Like even the annoying stuff like so happy to be we need to that. swap out <laughs> every single smoke detector in a house because they're not the 10-year sealed battery whatevers. And then you need yours receipts just like for a checklist. That says house it's, is not on fire. House is on fire. Like it's <laughs> it, it's insane. It's such a pain. Not in Not currently butt. on fire. Not currently on fire. As of yeah, this listing, all these current. woke people are like, I don't like asbestos. Yeah. It's yeah. like get over it. Graz, yeah. graz, and graz. I removed the asbestos, or at least I covered <laughs> yeah, it with the lead paint. The lead won't let it come through. Right. I learned that on the that. internet. Thanks that's, that's it. for you. Just uh, tweaking my shop, getting ready for this week is uh, it started already being cutting board week. I picked out some lumber. I got to start milling it up this weekend. And next week, I'm just going to be milling all week. Uh, and that's the bad about it. Dunlap, what's on your bench? Well, I actually, so I, I took a, a few notes from you guys and I got a list of things that happened this week. So I'm going to grab, I'm going to go pee. Well, I, I don't know if I'd be gone that long. <laughs> it's going to be pretty short. Um, first of all, like my big project this week was a monkey pod like coffee table. I think that turned out fantastic. I, this is the first time That's I've really ever good. worked with worked with monkey pod, and I I made it out of a monkey pod cookie, and I used the legs that I got from Simi Exact on them. Yes, Pete. Question: What family of woods is monkey pod in? Because it almost looked like walnut, but like I don't know. The, the bark why, was why you the sapwood was all right. I feel like you're attacking me. It's just a tropical wood. It's a tropical yeah, wood. I, I believe it's from Hawaii. <clears throat> it's Hawaii. Not, that sounds I was like corrected a... by that, but it's it's a tropical. <clears throat> it is it is there, but it's not originally from there. I was corrected. Okay, it, it grows like a, like in a Hawaii. Trending okay. Netflix show. Monkey pod. <laughs> monkey pod. Yeah, it's like Squid Game and Monkey Pod. You got to check pod. those shows out. <laughs> so I made that copy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I made that coffee table and uh I finished it with Rubio like Pete was talking about. That stuff is fantastic. Uh I is actually I sanded it to 180 because it was in grain because it was a cookie. I figured it was going to soak in more and that seemed to be the correct recipe. The finish the finish that Rubio provides is fantastic. I don't know why I don't use that more. I think I might switch to that more permanently. Um I'm kind of getting I'm kind of getting like to where I don't like lacquer as much just because not only did it, it cause issues the last time I used it because of the splattering, but the VOCs and just, you know, the the hassle it provides, it's it's I don't know if it's worth it. It it is a fast finish, but I don't think it's worth the hassle anymore. So I think I might be switching to Rubio because that stuff does cure like after what like five to eight Seven minutes? Days. Well, it dries and you can you oh, it yeah. dries and you can wipe it off in like five to eight minutes. It and uh, it's dry to the touch, to dry to the touch in like an hour or stuff. two hours, and then it's completely cure in thirty six hours. Seven days. Well, I'm uh, that's coming right days. from the website. That's coming right from the website. No, it's so oh, it's it it's like thirty six hours is the like you can use it. Seven days for full cure, okay. I think is what it is. <clears throat> anyway, I think I'm going to switch to Rubio. I really like it. Uh, not only does it smell good, but it doesn't make me feel like I'm going to collapse because I can't breathe. Um, aside from that, I did a few other small projects. I did a big Lebowski sign for one of our patrons, um, <clears throat> Dylan Scott. 
Die on. He ordered one of those uh, big Lebowski signs that I made. I made it out of walnut. It came out really good. So those are actually, I'm offering those up on my Etsy store now. So nice. if you want one, let me know. Um, <laughs> I'm, I also started, I got to promote myself. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, I've also started on, I need to make a, a floating shelf for another client. It's going to be a five foot floating shelf that's going to stick out 10 inches. Uh, I have to make that out of red oak, actually, and I have to stain it, which is not my favorite thing ever. Red oak but stain it, right? I mean, what else are you gonna do with red oak? It's not it's not the best it. wood ever. Burn it. I mean, it's just paint it, paint it lime green. <laughs> I wish I could, but you know, they actually they gave me a sample, and it's like orange. It's like the '90s orange, and I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll do it. Uh, if you're gonna pay me money, I'll do it. No problem. And other than no, actually, let's let's stay in the woodworking realm. Uh, I had Aaron, who's a local guy, a local woodworker. He's uh, in grain and wood. He came over and he wanted to use my CNC to put a uh, a juice groove in some massive, massive cutting boards that he made. These suckers are like twenty four inches by eighteen inches by two and a half inches thick. They were massive. Juice groove. Uh, yeah, juice groove. Just just a no, quick juice groove. Groove. <laughs> deuce groove. <laughs> they're huge. But they're, they're, they're so big they're deuce grooves. <laughs> that's that that's but, my uh, So much juice there's two just running side by side. I don't I don't know how I did this, but I did a little test piece and I come to find out that my CNC is like way out of square. Way out of square, like an eighth inch. It's insane. What what do you mean out of square like so I did a I put up a I put up a a piece of plywood and I did a, a fake juice groove on the plywood and I checked the squareness juice. of the plywood on the on the on the actual oh. carve. It was eighth inch off. Holy on the cow. actual carve. So you tried to make a square and it was a rectangle, basically? I tried to make a square and it was a trapezoid, yes. It was a, it was a dodecahedron. <laughs> have you tried turning it off and on again? I have tried that. I'm Okay. So Here's the thing, like I haven't I haven't upgraded my CNC yet, my one Finity to the journeyman rail. I actually I have that. It's been sitting over in the corner forever. So we're actually gonna try to replace the rail and see if we can square it up and fix that issue. So that's yeah, that that's news to me. I had no idea. Everything that I've I cut on my CNC is not like uh Precision work. Precision work that needs to be like perfectly square. I, I cut a lot of bow ties. We've been over this over and over. Uh, I cut a lot of bow ties, a lot of stuff that it's basically just cut out like free floating, so to speak. There's there's no like. Well, it's a small run. It's like four inches yeah. long. You're not going to find out. It's exactly. Not be exactly. Four inches. That'd be Nothing insane. is precision, basically. So that was that was four a, inches, not precision. <laughs> Poor Kayla. <laughs> Don't tell Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was news to me. And uh, By the way, Dan, maybe I wonder if it's something along the lines of what I was running into this week. Which I, really I, 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 I think I know what happened. I think um, a couple weeks ago, I I started running the machine. Like, you know how you need to you need to turn on your router and then turn on the dust collector and then turn on the machine. I think I I did it out of order. And I turned on the machine before I turned on the router, and it plunged, and it started 
pulling and I think it just kind of like knocked everything out of square. Does that make sense? That'll do it. Yeah. That seems like it would do it. Yeah. For sure. I think I think that's totally my fault. So anyway, uh outside of woodworking, we had to uh winterize our camper today. That's a huge bummer. I mean, that's that's like the nail in the coffin of camping season, which is it's just it sucks. I hate having to wait until spring to go camping again. I love camping. So good winter camp. Really not now. I I winterize my camper. It's not. I'm not like going to unwinterize it. <laughs> like a coward. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. uh, you know I started doing sleep a little in an igloo cleanup. and be a man. <laughs> I started doing a little. Leave the cabinet cleanup. doors open. Be a man. <laughs> be a man. <laughs> I started doing a little fall cleanup, and uh, that's it. That's it. That's 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 my week. It's been pretty boring, pretty basic. Pete, you have questions? I forgot. I you said fall cleaning. I did fall cleaning in my shed. I cleaned out a bunch of stuff, threw stuff out, organized my. Oh yeah, room, you did. And I you built did. a workbench in there, so I have like oh. a bench to work in. Uh, oh, look at you flexing like, on your multiple workbenches. That's that's yep. awesome. Good for you. I don't want to flex, but uh, my shop, my shed is bigger than Lee Oman's shop. Take that, Lee. Take that. Oof. Oh, wow. Dang. I love you, brother. You showed so him. Mike. He did. So th- this isn't. This isn't what's on your benches. It's what's on your bench. A one? Yeah. Well, I, I a pick a bench. bench. I pick a bench and run with it, weird, Pete. What a weird way to quit bench, the show, Pete. please. You have 99 <laughs> problems, but a bench ain't one. Oh. Mm. It's nice. Mm. My it favorite. I went one of black, black melamine <laughs> on top. Full bourbon moth. Mike, lo- would you, you like to... Let us know how you're Mike. Yeah, what's on your bench? Uh, I was I I said in stories that I was going to talk about this uh, finish issue I was having with the with that table, but I'm not going to because Graz is here. That's going to take a long segment, and I'll do that next week on my what's on my bench. Uh, but for real quick for my week, uh, got to the bottom of the finishing issue with the uh, with the that finish problem. <laughs> um, that's handled, and um, I just mostly have been doing electrical all week. Uh, we did sell our old house. That felt really good. We closed on that. That was uh, we were in escrow. We were in escrow for all of like fifteen days. <laughs> that went super fast. So, which is pretty short, sold- actually, yeah. for escrow. Yeah, right? I mean, it was really short. It was supposed to be thirty days. I mean, if you guys remember when we were buying this the property here, our escrow was supposed to be twenty one days, and it was seven weeks because of the fires. <laughs> um, and then that house was supposed to be thirty days, and we sold in like it was escrow was fifteen days. So it went really quick. Um, but anyway, that's done with. That feels really good to be moving on past that. Last weekend, my cousin came over and uh, him and I cleared out like the top half <laughs> acre of the property. Uh, it was all overgrown. We I dropped 10, 12 trees up there. They were all just sick and needed to be thinned out. And we just did a bunch of clearing and burning and had fun up there. Um, I haven't been able to be in the shop too much just because I still don't have power. Uh, the new power is almost done though. We... Uh, this week, my uncle and I got all the conduit ran. We ran the wires for um, for three of the big tools, and we're gonna we ran all the conduit for everything today. Uh, that's why when I got in here, I said sorry. I thought I was running a little bit later than I was, but it was pretty close to the wire. But uh, close to the wire, <laughs> we're gonna do all the wire tomorrow. <laughs> no, uh, so no, we're gonna run all we're today. Run we're just the rest. close to the conduit. Yeah, we're close to the conduit. No, tomorrow we're gonna run the rest of the wire for everything. So. Uh, 
And then the elect- the electrician is coming to finish the meter main and running all that tomorrow. So he might have to come Saturday, but we're going to wrap everything. Oh, hey, Luna. Uh, uh, we're gonna I'm sorry. To- did, did a did a dog just open a door it's a and bear. walk in? Yeah, what's not a dog? Is so that? Graz, it's a Malamute. I cannot stress this enough. Hey, sweet girl. This dog Say hi to is massive. She's that is a large pounds. dog. She's my baby. Ri- no, she's she's enormous. That is, a, but I saw like the handle like open and the the door opened up and the dog was like, she yeah, does our taxes up. and stuff. She's huge. <laughs> <laughs> she's super smart. No, my, I think I think my wife let her and she doesn't like to be away from me. But anyway, um, but the dog. My wife doesn't care. Oh, the uh, dog's <laughs> business is called H and R Bark. Hey, that's very good. I quit. This is the worst. <laughs> anyway, so we got uh we got we got the all the conduit ran electrical will hopefully be done this weekend. We'll have everything done this weekend. Then I'll call out the inspector to inspect the meter main, and then the power company will run the electrical. I'm hoping to have all my shops back up and running. People keep finding loopholes on my website <laughs> and ordering things. I don't know how they're doing it. I thought everything was set to away, but I guess it's not. So <laughs> I've had to, I've had to explain. Hey, you know, I don't have a shop right now. I'm still in the middle of setting it up. So uh, thank you to all of you who have ordered stuff. But uh, I've talked to every one of them and explained that nothing's coming for at least three weeks. So my plan right now is to open uh, the website store and the Etsy store. Uh, for Black Friday sale, so I've got to get um, I've got everything in I need for that for material except for one item. Do you guys remember those conversions charts I was doing? Yeah, like yeah. I was selling like a pile of those things. <clears throat> well, remember the storm in in Texas back in like May that shut the whole state down, and I couldn't get plastic as a result of that because that's where all the yes. plastic was coming from for my HDPE. Yes. Thanks, my Obama. order that I placed. Go on, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Woodrow Wilson. Freaking Woodrow Wilson. No, the order I placed in March, uh, I don't even remember that they lo- they gave my order to another customer on accident in July. The replacement order is coming in on the 5th of December. That's how far out plastic is right now for HDPE. Holy sheets. moly. Wow. So I ordered a whole pallet. It was like, it was a pile of cash to order all this plastic, but I didn't want to be out of it, so... Ordered a yeah. bunch of plastic, and that's going to be on the fifth. So I'm going to have those back on the store again, and uh, selling those conversion charts and all the other stuff that gets sold on there. So uh, it'll be good to be back in business. I've got a bunch of stuff. Oh, I'm doing uh, a job with Bidwell. Uh, that materials. I got a thousand board feet of white oak coming on on Tuesday. We're doing a. T- it's a triangle shaped table. It's 21 feet long on one leg. And then it's uh, like 16 and 16 on the other legs. It's a massive table. And then there's seven or six other tables in this building that we're getting in there too. So what's up, Dave? That's an isosceles triangle. I don't know. It's just I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a big Cosine, it's a big tangent. One. I'm just throwing out words. Equilateral. Ooh. Oh, you guys nope. are so smart. Definitely not equilateral. Not if they're not the same. Or it could just be... It could be radical. Guys, this is the worst argument that's we've a, ever had on the show. Term. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're being obtuse. <laughs> hey, yo. No, I'm just a cute. <laughs> Pump the brakes. <laughs> oh. I wish I had the redacted soundtrack or soundbite so bad right now. <laughs> I, I can I can always do it. I was trying to keep it. Thank you. 
no. Um, so anyway, that job's that's up starting on uh, next week, and then I've got this big redwood table for this guy. I've got to do. I've got a bunch of fathom the total boat fathom in for this big redwood table that we're pouring next weekend. I got all the melamine for that because I got to make a form for it. It's going to be a nightmare. And then um, uh, I'm going to be delivering that that boomerang table that I've been having all the finish issues with. That's going to be getting delivered this weekend. And then uh, there's a bunch of corporate gifts I got to get to for coming up for all my corporate customers. So I'm probably not going to open my Etsy store up for anything other than templates for the holidays because I can't get to anything because it's going to be, otherwise I'll be killing myself. And I really want to take the last week of December off and we're going to Montana. So um, if uh, you guys are looking for templates, it's, I'm going to be coming in hot with a big sale. If you're looking uh, for, uh, if you're looking for charts, let me know. I'll hit you up. If you're looking for templates, let me know. Hit me up. Somewhere. Anyway, don't, don't hit those guys up. Uh, I heard that one of these guys makes stuff that's an eighth off square. So, um. <laughs> no, his templates uh, anyway. are the worst templates ever. <laughs> I heard one person used them, and as soon as they were done, they were like, "Ow, my lips!" Let me write. <laughs> do you just have a big red button for that? Yeah, I do. Burp? It's, it's an, he's got a sound. He's got a digital things. soundboard. That's fantastic. It's amazing. This is a professional uh, outfit right here. Can we ask I know. You, questions you get, now? You guys could yeah. have taught us a lot from the ass cast. That's why we, we got canceled. Guys, I have a question. Well, that it's very it's important. That and that, those left. old tweets. Wait, Mike, are you are you still going with the what's on your bench? Or? Nah, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. It's all boring. This shop's not running. No, Mike, Mike got canceled just now. Go. It has come yeah. to my no, attention that you are in Paul Jackman's old kitchen. Please explain. Okay, so for for those for those who who don't know, um, my wife and I probably seven or eight years ago. Wait, we were looking is, for. Is your wife the person who's allegedly your parole officer who keeps coming in and checking on you? I I oh, cannot confirm or deny, and I plead the fifth. <laughs> All right, but one two three four fifth. No flicks. <laughs> yes, but um, wink if so, you're in trouble. <laughs> it's a twist. Show us on the doll. <laughs> <laughs> so seven or eight years ago, um, we were moving from my hometown of Wakefield, and we wanted to go closer to Salem, Mass., which is just a so beautiful story. So you're not from Swamp Skid town. Hot Pocket, Massachusetts? Not originally, but that's <laughs> okay. where I live. That's my right. state of mind 24-7. Right. <laughs> um, so we, we were looking at places, and we found this place on the Peabody-Salem line. It was a I'm sorry. What apartment. back up? What what was that called? Peabody. 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 Oh, I thought he said it's, puberty. It's, no, pu- well, that's weird. I'm, I'm still waiting for that. He still hasn't so, hit it. Yeah, this beard is fake. It's a clip on. It's a merkin. And so, <laughs> clip on beard. It's it's a it's northern a merkin. <laughs> Will you send me a, a link to that website, please? Thank you. <laughs> it's on my Etsy store. The Canadian. It's, uh, merkin. it's made from. Yeah. <laughs> so we. We found um, this apartment. It was a two-family apartment we moved into, and the landlord was like, um, the, the guy in the first floor has some sort of wood shop in the basement and blah, blah, blah. And so it, it ended up turning out that Paul Jackman and his lovely no wife lived on the first floor. So this uh, wasn't planned. It was just... This was completely not planned, and at the exact same time... It I, wasn't I really planned, quote-unquote. wasn't planned. <laughs> it was... Um, but at the exact same time, I really got into knife making, and I was subscribed to one channel on YouTube at the time, and that was Make Magazine. And Make has a bunch of different people, and 
literally at that exact moment, this this guy named Aresta makes this big-ass kitchen knife, and I was like, oh, that's exactly how you do it. And I scroll down, and like the second comment's Jackman, and I was like, all right, there's a glitch in the Matrix. What is <laughs> happening? I, how do you know this guy? And then he explains to me Jimmy, and then it just develops and snowballs from there. But now it was kind married. of a, a – Exactly. Now <laughs> you <laughs> your way in. Yep, that's you know you force your way in, but um, yeah, it was a it was oh, a, a total. I found the letters, Jackman. Get me in a show, or they go live. <laughs> I, there's a shoebox full of these Polaroids. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a complete, complete um, just by chance we moved into this that's house, crazy. and and at at the time he had prop like when she told me that he was like on YouTube, I was like, oh, what does he have? A couple hundred followers, and at, at the time he had like ten thousand, and also at the time I was working for Carolina Boots, so I tried to keep pitching to them, being like, "Sponsor this dude, like he's blowing up right now." And so it took like a year, and by that time, he like got like sixty or seventy thousand, and then they started sponsoring him, and his first video got like a million views, and then they were basically like, "Sure, whatever you want to do with him, and give us other people to sponsor." And then we, I brought Jimmy in, and. Tim Sway and a bunch of other people, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. I don't know how much That's you want awesome. me to explain yeah, no, how, how cool. it worked, but but then Jackman um, he broke a hundred thousand subscribers, and on YouTube, YouTube lets you either shoot at the New York studio or the LA studio, and he asked me and Pat if we wanted to write this like funny hundred thousand video um, script. <clears throat> so we're like, yeah, sure. And so we did, and then uh, we were shooting in in um, New York, and Carolina sponsored us to go I there. Remember that actually? Yeah, and this this is one of those one in a bajillion things that we were like, oh, we let's if let's ask Jimmy. He's in New York. I mean, he he might do it. And Jimmy, being awesome, was like, yeah, sure. But <laughs> in Jimmy's head, he thought we meant shoot at his house in upstate <laughs> New York. And we were like, no, we're we're in the city, and he's like. Oh, that's like three hours away. He's like, I'll be there. And so we were like, that's even, that's awesome. And unbeknownst to us, Derek was with them. And from Malden. From Malden. Derek from Malden, to be clear. No, Derek from Sheboygan. This is Derek from Malden. (laughs) Yeah, no relation. Sheboygan. Swamp Hot Pocket. (laughs) Derek from Swamp (laughs) (laughs) That was his old high school nickname. (laughs) And so that. And so we 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 shoot this video, and in the video, Paul makes this giant Adirondack chair. And at yeah. the end of the day, we just randomly are like, "Let's just take a group photo in the chair." We take the photo, don't think anything of it. Jackman posts it to Reddit, and someone from Hollywood finds this photo and asks us, "Would we like to be part of a TV show?" And we were like, "Sure." And then it just snowballed from there. So it's it's kind of crazy the how Boys everything. Biopic. Bam. And the island yes. men were born. The, the island, island boys became island, island men man. that day. Yeah, so it was like a one in a bajillion chance. So it was it was a crazy, crazy like butterfly effect. It, Dude, like, that's awesome. If, crazy. That's actually yeah. right. kind of bonkers how that all kind of. Dude, it's so next it, time we're together, we're taking a picture in like a giant like <laughs> yeah swing you know, or something. We met. It was crazy. Me and Pete were just in Omaha, and this guy was at this sandwich place choking to death on a hot dog. <laughs> And it was Dan, so we started to pass. I was like, well, I'm going to rape him. And I went behind Whoa. him, and apparently he was choking. <laughs> what the hell, <laughs> Pete? 
<laughs> okay. Well, then. And that's how you oh, guys sorry, got was that on... the line? Trigger warning. Yeah, and that's how you guys got a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I would have saved his life. Now we're best Tale friends. Tale is old as time. He was the best yep. man at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the bestest man at your wedding. And a photographer. Actually, so, I wasn't even invited. But... Uh, in in busy. the the, the beginnings to to rewind, um, Paul was he. I I've always I've been a video producer for. Uh, I mean, I took TV production in high school in '94, and I've been doing it since. Man, and now uh, Paul knew I. I know, I know. I look like I'm. You know, I mean, I'm no like offense face. by this, but like you look like you do production work, and it's the backwards hat and beard. <laughs> I, yeah, it's well. I mean, it's also look. I also have like crazy. Uh, oh, you have like, actual hair behind there. Okay. Oh, I. Are you ready for this? Do you this not is remember meeting him? Visual. <laughs> Can you see or, it? Yeah, I have. Whoa. I have quite a lot it's of pure, hair. It's so. Pure sex. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it's eye candy, if you will. Yeah. I so. see what your parole officer sees in you now. Yeah, <laughs> looking free. So, um, when when. Doing this, Jackman knew I did video, and he was pushing me to to start my own YouTube channel. And he was on the reclaimed audio, um, the, the oh yeah with Tim reclaimed. and uh, yeah yeah and Lutz Phil. and, and uh, Pinsky yeah. yeah. And uh, one week he, they were like, "Who are you? Uh, who are you promoting?" He's like, "Oh, my friend Graz. He's going to release a video next week." And I had no plans on releasing a video that time. So he texted me. He's like, "You better release a video next week because I told <laughs> everyone you're going to." And I was like. Okay, I guess I'm releasing a video on. next week. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, and jerk. So, and so that that he pushed me to start doing YouTube. So I thank him uh, for That's that. Cool. Yeah, and then yeah, and then everything just kind of happened from from then. So it's it's been a crazy journey, to say the That's least. Awesome. That sounds great, man. Yeah, That's a really cool story. I like no, that. it's 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 I it. it Every day you think about it, and it's it's just crazy. And and like Jimmy says, just say yes to every opportunity that comes your way, and just be prepared when opportunity and preparation meet. Have the ticket ready and jump on that bus because honestly, you, you never know what's going to happen. Bus, awesome he's so old. A bus or a a, a horse covered wagon <laughs> hop, comes hop by. Hop in that lift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hop in the electric car. Uh, what what would be like the kids say? <laughs> in the Uber? Hop in the Uber. But, yeah. But well, to my point, like, yeah, just just say yes to everything except uh, murder. And uh, murder. you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> or whatever Pete was trying to get you to do. Uh, <laughs> Pete was just trying to get him to do a good time. <laughs> Surprise good time. All right. So the next – let's jump into some questions here because that was yeah, a great uh, Gros This breakdown. is getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Thanks, Gross. Yeah, yeah. Pete. That was a right, good backstory for you, just based off of a kitchen question. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> you know? I like that a lot. And and oh, wait, just... and, and wait, I, I read on Reddit that your your uh, crock pot is also an air fryer. It is. Okay, it's... just wanted to double check. All you right, know, questions now. You got that Hollywood money now, so I can yeah, upgrade my time. my Instapot to air nice. fryer. Oh, dude, <laughs> you want to come over, have some fries, have some I chicken can't make wings? Soup in my air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. I don't mess with people who don't have air fryers now. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. You're gross. Get an air fryer. It's 2021. All right. Seriously. The first question is from Adam Barnett. Hey, guys. Adam here from Barnett Custom Woodworks. 
So I've had my DeWalt planer for like six or seven months now, and I'm pretty comfortable with it. Uh, I've watched a lot of how-to and this and that about reducing snipe, and sometimes I'm really successful, and other times I fail miserably. <laughs> uh, so I was wondering if you guys could share your best practices and tips and tricks with reducing snipe in a planer. I would appreciate it, and I'll talk to you guys later. Dan. Just the tips. Actually, I have the same planer. I have the DeWalt 735, and I have zero snipe. And that is because I've adjusted the tables, the adjustable tables, the, the, the table wings that come with the 735X, or you can just buy them separately. I, I've adjusted them to where they're, they're just slightly above coplanar with the table. And that has taken care of everything. I, I get zero snipe and several local woodworkers can confirm this. It, it's, it's pretty bonkers what that can do. So try that, Adam. What do you think, Pete? I 100% agree. Level on that planer does not make a, a difference. You want it actually to be higher. What some people recommend is that you actually pull up on the board as you take it out. The reason is it's got roller, blade, roller. And when... It comes off the the first roller as it's coming out. The wood is able to kind of flex up a little bit. And if that table's lower or level, it'll flex on it. It's just, it's pressed steel. It's, it's not just science. Thatched. Yeah, it's not stain, like it's not a cast iron. It's not, it's going to move. <clears throat> Basically, that's the problem. So what happens is it comes up into the blade and you get that little bit of snipe. Uh, I, made, I made the joke in a pre-show like, yeah, just the last two, three inches you just quickly lower or like raise the blades by like half a turn. No snipe, guys. But that's that's what it is. Is you need to actually make the outfeed tables. At least that's what worked for me as well as Dan. You raise the outfeed table and the infeed a little higher, which forces that wood like to stay tight up against the a millimeter the or like a sixteenth yeah. of an inch. Just something very minute. It's just just enough. Yep. Just a little bit, and I think that helps. You could make one of those like plane uh, or planer sleds, not sleds that like you slide through, but actually to replace the bottom. I don't think you need to do that. Don't go crazy, but give give that a shot. Or I don't, know. Mike. You want to give him the other tip? Just just leave two feet. At yeah, the I mean, I cut it off. I use, yeah, leave two <laughs> feet on both sides, and then just call it a loss. No, actually, I, that was that's the planer I used to have too, is the seven thirty five. And other than it's screaming like a banshee, banshee. and it's uh, – the other thing I had problems with was snipe on that thing. And uh, what I used to do and what I still do as a result of being just muscle memory from that planer, I put everything in twisted a little bit to the side. I don't run the boards in straight. I kind of kick them off to the side and it eliminated snipe for me. So I put like – I have one side coming in an angle. So like you have like 10 degree tilt to it going through it. And also, where's your blade evenly? Yeah, that's also part of it. It makes your blade your blades get evenly. So I've I've always done it that way. I do it on my big twenty inch planer now, and I don't have any pla any uh, snipe ever. So try kicking it to the side, and it might work for you. But definitely want to make sure your bed your bed's good. Graz, 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 Graziano. That yeah, that, what you guys said. I have oh, an perfect. old uh, like no, oh, yeah. I have, <laughs> I have like the the I think the first home um planer that you can get i think delta made it i think it's a either an 11 or 13 inch planer but um does it I mean, double I don't, as a toaster <laughs> it's 
it's it's like that. It, it's really old, but I, I think I got it on Craigslist. Cleaner like and air fryer. Thirty <laughs> million dollar idea. Yeah, cut this. We'll, we'll talk about this after the show, and we can figure something out. Um, no, I mean usually usually that, or um, you just feed in a bunch of wood, like back butt Before to butt, after. just kind like of, a scrap piece. Yeah, exactly. A trailer and, and a follower. Run, or whatever. Exactly. Pull, pull the pole, if you will, and just uh, send it in. <laughs> that's Pete Wade. <laughs> yeah, that's, the that's pole weird... waved. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that that's that's usually my my quick quick and dirty solution for that. Mm. Uh, great. Try those things, Adam. They yeah. something will work. Something. Uh, or just buy a better question. planer. It's we a make Roz answer all of them that, first. By the way. Yeah, that, I'll do okay, it. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. That 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 planer is a really great planer. Uh, if you can get by with that thirteen inches, it is a did, really solid planer. It is powerful, super powerful. So, Mike, did you ever or Dan? Do you guys have the Shelix head on it? I or actually what? have the Shelix, but I haven't put it in yet. The oh, so the so knives you just buy that accessories came with it, for your tools and don't install. Well, the knives that came with it are still phenomenal. I mean, it's still a great yeah. finish coming off that planer. So I haven't I haven't had the need to change it yet. But I bought Wait, I bought uh, the Shelix off of uh, Jake Miller from a sweet shop actually. Not not Helix. What's Helix? Helix is the brand. It's a uh, it's oh, okay. gender gender fluid. <laughs> gender fluid. Gendral. Uh, it, it, it identifies yeah. as as, okay. a, as an island boy. <laughs> gender <laughs> fluid. Uh, blade head. Helix is the brand that makes helical. I get you. Well, it's no, it's, we a helical, it's a helical it's a helical head, but it's Helix is the brand name. Yeah. So it's well, helical helical. Well, there's helical, and then there's. Carp. Yeah, because its pronouns are. One she of them is he. like twisted a little bit. Yeah, it's like it looks like a. But then the other ones are straight, but they're individual teeth. I think yeah. they're two different names. I forget. Someone's going to correct us There's, next week. Yeah, okay. I can't remember the other name for it. But no, please one call in and correct us anymore. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, the other the brand I think is, is from... Bird, right? I'm sorry. Bird. Well, Bird is Shelix. Bird is oh. Shelix. Yeah. Okay. Oh. But uh, anyway, the next ignore. There's me. other brands out there for sure. The next the next question is from Bill Macbeth Artisan Made. Hey guys, this is Bill with Artisan Made Designs. My question pertains to charging for CNC and laser work. Do you charge by the minute? Do you charge by the hour? Do you have separate fees for design work? I'd also like to know how does that pricing differ for your production items, such as the catch-all trays or the metric charts or anything else that you sell on Etsy and your websites. Thanks for the answers. Love the podcast and keep up the good work, guys. Graz, have you got any insight here? Yeah, I was going to say, um, unless it's a sex line, I wouldn't charge by the minute. And uh, <laughs> it's it's really by the, I, I think, by the project. Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the 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 CNC that I, I 3D printed. Did you guys see you that You 3D video? printed a CNC? No. Oh, yeah. It's Talk called the- dirty to me. The MPCNC. <laughs> and it's, uh, it was- a ridiculous video. Check the video out. Yeah, um, halfway. That. Awesome. I'm binging it right now. After 120 <laughs> hours of printing the the all the parts, I then realized I printed the European version because it's it's made with conduit rail, and I was like, oh, bigger the better. And then I went to Home Depot, and I was like, oh, it doesn't fit. And so I then had to reprint all the parts. But it actually worked pretty well for something that you can just print off of a, a 3D printer. I hacked it so I could use um, XCarve software just to make it simplified and easier. That seems, but, seems um, super simple, yeah. This is on I mean, your channel, Cross? 
Or yeah, it's, it's a it's a no, it's on my on my Graz Makes uh, YouTube channel. It's it's one of my more popular videos. So it's YouTube.com um, forward slash Graz Makes is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, or or uh, YouTube.com forward slash sexyab69. It also it, it goes to the same spot. <laughs> is sixty nine typed out? Oh uh, well, the sixty eight. There were other. There were sixty eight other sexy abs, and it just happened to be sixty nine. So you know, That's it's silly. a win win. But um, <laughs> it was it was a long drawn out process because I kind of hacked the firmware to run Xcarve and, and Marlin as opposed to I, I. This was a couple years ago. I forget what it, initially it was out of the box. But uh, it was a, a a crazy project, but it was it worked well, and um, I could make pretty basic signs with it. So um, yeah, I, I would charge by project because depending on the complexity of the projects, would be more of a like by minute would just be kind of a weird thing to charge by. I know what I'm watching nope. tonight. He doesn't know <laughs> to throw it, guys. <laughs> Got to throw it. To what do you guys else? think, what about you? Dan? What about you? Yeah, guys, um, what do you think? I'm throwing it. And, yes, and I I don't do enough. I don't do enough CNC work, or I don't even have a laser to answer that that portion. But I don't have enough CNC work to to give a qualified answer. I, I I'm gonna agree with Graz actually. <laughs> there you go. By the minute, it just seems seri- silly. Um, right now, unless I, you're, I do oh. by the job, just how I, however I feel about it. So I just go off feel. It's very simple. Very archaic so to speak pete uh huge shout out to- <laughs> sorry your lawyer distracted me uh huge <laughs> shout out to mike he actually helped me out with some pricing although i've I, I got a cnc earlier i got it for fun i got it for making projects around a house and yeah monetizing it too and it's paid itself off but it was more for like i wanted it you know more than anything so um mike definitely monetized his really well he gave me some great tips but for me, basically, what it is is, uh, I, I would charge by the project, not by hour. Now I know how to charge by hour, thanks to Mike. Shout out! Um, but to answer, I'm going to answer the second part of his question, which is like um, stuff that you're selling for your store versus one-offs. A one-off, I 100% will be charging per hour or per machine time or per whatever my time is. Uh, but there's definitely stuff that I like charge for the laser uh, or for the CNC that I now know to process. I can knock it out very quickly. I don't really have to, you know, put in the time or plan it or whatever. I just slap a piece of wood in there. I know exactly the thickness it needs to be. I run the program I already have set. I know the step over, all that stuff. Um, that saves me a lot of time, so I'm able to get that price down. So, like, some of the stuff that I charge, uh, that I send out that I make on a laser or the CNC, I can charge less. Because, you know, I can make it more affordable based on what other people are charging. But unfortunately, some people are charging very low. Uh, but yeah, if you if you have processes already set up, if you can crank stuff out, cut the cost if you can to make yourself competitive. Don't if you don't need to. That makes sense. Mike, what do you think? Um, so for one-off laser jobs, I do charge actually by the minute. <laughs> it is like a sex line. Because some of these things, like I'll get a random. Are you from very a- breathy while you're doing it? Uh, now it's going to go across the <laughs> x-axis. This is a, this is a K40. <laughs> no, the, uh, but those I do actually charge by the minute. If I get someone, because there's a bunch of local woodworkers here, and a lot of them don't have lasers. And I've worked out like dollar amount per minute rates with them. 
But if it's like a, a batch of stuff, we work out a job price. But if I got, I got a couple guys that just make cutting boards, like as weekend warriors, and they'll be like, hey, I just did my logo on here. And I'll just be like, okay, it's a dollar a minute. So they'll bring it over. And if they if it takes them 10 minutes, I charge them 10 bucks. <laughs> so, and they usually pay and cash do you, too. So, What's do you that? say make sure you get your parents' permission before calling? <laughs> yeah, the, they uh, they have to sign a waiver. Their parents have to be all in on it, and uh, it's it's a pretty lengthy legal process. But we get it knocked <laughs> out, and I make my ten bucks. So I'm pretty much rolling in my ten dollar bills over here. Uh, make it rain. I do want yes. I do want to add something. Uh, I I do a lot of work for local people. Um, small small stuff. I don't I don't go like crazy. I I tell them you know as long as it's small or or not too complex i'll i'll do it for you but i i charge local people a six pack of beer you bring me a six pack of beer and i'll do it for you uh i've done three or four in the last week you know just super simple just engrave a name on here do a juice groove here whatever um i i do that because i find myself in this situation where i have quite a bit of followers and i've gotten a lot of things given to me you know and I like to pay it forward. So I do that by saying, I'll do that for you if you just bring me a six pack of beer. So that's how I operate there locally. Next. Work. We'll work for beer. I like that. Yeah. That, so, that is, and that's then, always good. But, but for like production work, I have a specific hourly rate for oh, like yeah, commercial yeah. stuff. And then, um, but like the laser, typically the work that I get with the laser is not like quick hit. Like, hey, can you do this for me real quick? Um Anyway, um, I charge by the hour, but like something that goes on my shop, I don't really work hour in. That's not really dictated by an hour rate. That's dictated by the market. So the market really decides what those items are. Like if you're on, if you're on Etsy, uh, with an item and there's something even slightly close to yours, you're going to have to at least be competitive. You don't have to be like the best price, but you need to be pretty close. Like if, if, if you're selling, um, templates or whatever it is if you're selling templates or whatever for people and they're just like cutting board templates um and you're like 180 bucks a template you're never going to sell any like if everyone else sells them for 35 to 50 bucks it doesn't make any sense so and you don't that have kind to of be the lowest price no you if just need to be the got, best presented person yes best presented or or appear as the authority have the most sales yeah. or best reviews yeah you need to like leverage whatever you can mm-hmm. so um, but those things are all determined by that. But I have a big spreadsheet I use. I got a bunch of people asking for it. I need to get that done for everyone. But I got a big spreadsheet I use to price up my work. And uh, it's been very good to me since I've come up with it. So uh, that's how I do like all my work is priced you up You need to my just make that a file available for I know. Purchase. I need to sell it on Etsy. the information it's on really there bad. is worth at least 99 cents. <laughs> yeah, I would say 99. I mean, seriously, like I could sell for 99 cents and I probably you just make list it a on bunch there. of week, a month. Yeah, I mean, I, I get a lot. Anyway, um, it is a ton of information. It is a complete breakdown of how to price out a, a job. That's how I use it. So uh, that is my answer. The next question is from Ed with ENJ Woodworks Custom Wood Making. Wait, I thought it was Michael Maynard. Hey, guys. It's uh, Ed from ENJ Creations Woodworks. I just had a quick question for you. Uh, so as I begin being a woodworker and working my way through, I have a tendency of uh, starting off cheap and working my way through the products. So I start cheap, and then I go next step, next step, next step, and by the end, um, I probably should have just bought that in the first place instead of buying the cheap one. Uh, example is my sander. So I started off with 
I think it was a black and tender, probably cost 60 bucks, 50 bucks maybe. And then uh, as I progressed, I wasn't happy enough, and eventually I ended up with the Festool. Uh, maybe I should have just started with the Festool in the first place. So what what tools out there um, would you guys recommend as, hey, this is something that you should not uh, start at the bottom and work way, your way up. You should just get this right off the rip and, uh, you know, buy once, cry once, and deal with it. Thanks a lot, guys. I uh, appreciate everything you guys are doing, and I love watching or listening to your show. Uh, keep up the good work, and uh, keep not sucking. Later, guys. I mean, some of that's accurate. Gross. What a pep talk. Yeah. Um, go, team, go. <laughs> I, I think... I think it's it's an interesting question because on 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 one hand, yeah, the buy once, cry once to to quote Derek from Malden, he um he always really kind of pushes me to to basically say like just buy the the best or the thing you can most afford. But on the other hand, I I really um you guys know Bobby Duke, yeah, yep. Like I I love seeing what he can do with. He still uses a lot of tools from uh, Harbor Freight, and it's really inspiring to be like, "Wow, th- this this dude who's an exceptional artist." Like, I love I love everything that Bobby does, but it's really cool to see. I'm sure he can afford nicer tools. I mean, he's doing very well for himself, but to see him do what he does with tools that are kind of low tier tools is really inspiring that you could be like, Oh, I could just buy these and eventually work my way up to as far as artistry goes. If he can do that, I like, it, it's really inspiring to see someone like that use tools that are very affordable to almost everybody and have an, a, an output like that, which is really cool. If that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how much, better he his stuff would be if he bought like top of the line stuff but i it always inspired me to see that he doesn't need the best tools that he could afford and still have this awesome kind of finished product too well i think along the lines with that there there comes a level of talent like that you you can't like ignore um you know tiger woods for instance amazing golfer you could probably give him the cheapest clubs from Walmart and he'd probably still kick your butt on the course. That is that is true. Right. Yeah. So, you know, even though like the tools don't like really encapsulate what it is you can achieve, you have to take the skill level of the the artist or the or the person using the tools. So uh with that I would say, you know, <clears throat> maybe maybe go up a little higher maybe not maybe not shoot for harbor freight i'm not saying you're not an amazing artist but maybe you would do a little bit better if you could afford a little bit better tools i mean a nicer tool will help you get the job done a little bit better a little bit more efficient a little bit easier um yeah it's one of one of the things i would say is or actually three tools i would say to to spend your money on is a table saw Get a quality table saw. I mean, that really is a game changer. Uh, a quality sander, Festool, Merca. We love Merca here, obviously. If, you, if you've never used a Merca sander, it will change your life. 
And I'm not, not just saying that. This is not a sponsored episode. This is not a sponsored episode. You could ask Jake Miller that. As a matter of fact, Jake Miller from a sweet shop uh, was asking me about his Merca Daros. He, he, I think he was going to buy one. And he, he, he got finally, one for like 300 He bought a something? used one and he finally used it. And he's like, oh my gosh, why did I not buy this years ago? Like it is life changing. You you wouldn't think that like sanding would be like that like life changing, but you spend a lot of time sanding if you're making bigger projects. So oh, yeah. if you could buy a quality sander that could that could take the 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 monotony out of it or whatever, yep. it, it would help a ton. And then another one is a quality bandsaw. You have no idea what a quality bandsaw can do oh, yeah. until you have one. It is insane. You can resaw. You can do curve cuts. It's just, it's a great tool. So those three things I would say spend a little money on. Table saw, sander, bandsaw. Mike. I, I oh, oh, go ahead, sorry. Greg. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to quick quickly add. I, I also find the, the journey of learning a new skill, it, it's kind of like you almost want to go on the journey with the tools as you upgrade your skills you upgrade your tools because like you don't want to buy a $2,500 like knife uh heating oven and then be like eh I don't really like this yeah (laughs) make it an air fryer (laughs) so it's a $2,500 panini uh grill like it's just one of those things it's like I I didn't I didn't want to go crazy so I bought a cheap forge just to see if like I'm gonna go down this path see how I like it and then you kind of upgrade your skills with the upgrading of tools as well. Like sometimes it applies, sometimes it doesn't. So it really just depends on, on I guess the the project or skill you want to kind of I mean, level up on. Heinz, in, in situations like this, hindsight is twenty twenty. You can you can oh, do yeah. all this, and you can look back and go, man, I should have just I should have just dropped the money right then and there, and and bought the best of the best on this situation. But you you won't know this until you go through the journey, like. Kind of like what Graz was saying. Yeah. Mike. I think and I think it's priceless. I think I think it's a very good thing to kind of go with the kind of skill level too. There's a lot of factors, I think. Um like what are you doing? Like what what are you gonna do in your shop? What's your plan? I mean, if you need to get into if you're like, oh, I want to do this to make money and pay the bills, you might want to start like investing in tools that can like speed. Oh yeah, for up. sure. Because you need to be able to go fast and crank out work. If you're like a guy who um makes cutting boards on the weekend as a weekend warrior, you don't need a lot of great stuff. I mean, you, I mean, you, don't, you just don't need to make the investment. You just want to have fun. It's it's like the fun versus like profit kind of stuff. I don't know. Like there's different things you, you really need to like. Fun versus you productivity. A, you don't need a 12-inch jointer. You just don't need a 12-inch jointer. You can get by for with a, most stuff on a 6 and an 8-inch jointer. You're fine. But if you're running a furniture business – you're going to need a 12-inch joiner or an 8-inch joiner. You're going to need these tools that get you by. Uh, it depends on what you do. Um, if you've got um, – if you're a guy who makes – if you whittle you know, walking sticks and you sell at the local market, you don't even need a table saw. I mean for – I think in the conversation with, with me, Dan – between me and Dan having a conversation and Pete and, you know – We'd go, oh, you need a table saw. Like, you need a really good table saw. But a whittler doesn't need a table saw, and that person's still a woodworker. So, it's just kind of his perspective on things. Like, what do you want to spend time on? What I usually do for what I'm doing is I go, what do I hate doing in here the most? 
it's sanding. I hate sanding. So I want it to go as fast as humanly possible. And I have, I hate sanding. Someone, I made some dumb TikTok video and I was like, oh, I hate the jigsaw. And they're like, yeah, but you have the most expensive jigsaw. Yeah, I hate it. I want it to work well every single time I use it. Like, I don't want to ever have to deal with it. I hate sanding and I have a bunch of sanders. I hate sanding. It's the worst. I have a bunch of sanders that make the job go by really fast. And then you want to look at like the things that you really enjoy. The bandsaw is my favorite tool by far. Like I love the bandsaw. I could just spend all the time on the bandsaw and I just love having a good bandsaw. It's just something like a treat yourself kind of a moment. So focus on what you need and want. Like I have a Brad nailer that's by Ryobi. It's great. Like it's awesome. really a great little, it's a pin nailer that's by Ryobi. I don't have any it's of battery powered Ryobi one? Batter- right. It's battery powered, but I have a DeWalt battery on there because I don't want to be like a total dirt bag. Uh, so, <laughs> like it's got the I'm DeWalt complete trash adapter. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not like you know human trash, but I'm not like a lone <laughs> an island boy or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no. But you know, it just like it just depends on like what you need. Like I don't need a pin nailer all that often, so I got one that everyone who has one seems to like the Ryobi pin nailer. They're so actually great. That. It's great. It's one yeah, of the best ones out fine. there. I as much yeah, as I hate so, to say it, you know I don't know about. Let's not get crazy, but uh, yeah, no, it works just fine. No, I I, I use it like uh, two three times a month max, and it's probably never going to break on me. And what I need it for is great. Now, if I was doing crown molding in houses all day long, I probably would have a nicer one, like a Milwaukee or something like that. But anyway, Pete. Um. So I agree with everything you guys said. I think the problem is the answer is yes. It's. It's both, yeah, buy once, cry once. Mike hit it on the head. Is like, what do you hate doing the most? Sanding? Get a good sander. The first, like, if anyone's been following me for a while, you know I used to pick up tools on Facebook Marketplace, find a sick deal, restore it, because it was probably rusted or beat up or needed tuning, then find a better deal, sell that tool, and then just keep, like, upscaling everything. My table saw cost me $600. It's a PM2000. Paramatic, like it's a three thousand dollar table saw, brand new. I found a deal. I was able to upgrade over time, and it made it worth it. That being said, I loved my rigid table saw. It was rough. It was not the best one out there, but it was fully tuned, restored everything. You can do great work with lesser tools, older tools, um, especially older tools. They just they the whole saying of they don't make them like they used to really applies to tools. Um, you know, cause having cast iron steel pieces, like minimal moving parts or minimal electronics for things to break. These things do really last a very long time. So there is something to be said about that. I think also, uh, getting older tools or used tools and restoring them, uh, teaches you about tool maintenance really well and teaches you how to grow up with that and like how to grow with your tool and how to tune it and what to look for when you finally get a, a brand new tool. So again, I totally agree with the guys. Buy once, cry once is definitely a thing, but there is something to be said about getting lesser tools. And it really, like Mike said, depends on what you're going to do. If you're doing, if you just want to have fun in in the shop and you've got the money, get a bunch of Festool tools, get a bunch of, you know, top of the line stuff. It really might make sense for you, Uh, but it's also okay to just go with the bottom of the shelf stuff and learn with it and then sell it. Because right. anytime you like, you could buy a tool, sell it, and buy a new one. You're not paying full price for that new tool. You're paying the difference. So there's a lot to be said for that. I think it, there's a good learning experience there. And um, you know, that being said, I had a lot of old tools. My Merca was the first really fancy high end 
tool that I bought full price. And it was a catalyst for me doing that with a lot of other tools because I finally learned like, oh, I enjoy this thing I used to hate now, or at least I don't hate it anymore. And the money I paid for it made it worth it. It made this part of the process more fun. So like Mike said, you you make, you make hate those things less if they're good. I'm not going to do pocket holes for an hour. I'd rather have a domino. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, the argument that I used to run into a lot in the photography community. Um, you know, you could have the best equipment on the planet. You could have, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in invested in your equipment. Uh, whatever. Show me the end product. Let the end product speak for itself. You know, that you could you could have shot that with the most expensive Canon cameras or Nikon cameras on the planet. Your iPhone. Or exactly. your table saw. You know, th- this could go either way, like photography or woodworking. Let your end product speak for itself. And I think to to, to wrap it up, um also like if you're starting out, I, I think get all the tools that you can to, to that you can afford and then always keep your eye out for craigslist or facebook market and and just swap out like oh here's an old bandsaw that's way better than the one i have now take that bandsaw saw i don't know why i just turned it some from jersey but i like to i like to just pay it forward like give it to someone who needs it and just be like all right it got me to this point hopefully you can get to this point and then upgrade your stuff and and just kind of keep the flow of tools going through your hands love that yeah that's it's good to uh, – I, I open up Facebook Marketplace literally every single day and check out – look out for old tools and wood. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm always looking for wood slabs on there because some people just don't know what they have with wood. Oh, <laughs> they're yeah. like, oh, there's this ugly brown piece of wood. I'm like, okay, it's a huge piece of old walnut. Pine. I'll just grab it. Yeah, like, yeah, no, it's totally crappy and I'll take it from you <laughs> so you bad, don't have bad. it anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't have to deal with this anymore. Actually, I, that's a I mean, good you're point. Welcome. I don't look for you're wood welcome. enough. I really oh, should yeah, be looking the, at wood more. That's yeah, the, you should. That's the only. That's <laughs> that's the first thing I search when I open up marketplace and I go to the little magnifying glass for searching stuff. Yeah. It's always wood. I always so use I the magnifying glass to look for the wood. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Bared in. Uh, right. This we got like three more questions left. We're pretty deep into this. This episode. is crazy. Should we should we should let's we push them back? Oh, let's hammer them. We're an hour and a half in. Well, two I of them are the Ross same question. Is a Twenty-minute podcast. Oh my god, it's, mid- it's midnight. Roz, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Right. This next one's Where from am I? Michael. Hang it in there. Michael. I'm okay. Michael Maynard. Oh, yeah, Michael. Michael. Oh, did you answer? We need to uh, mention who won the giveaway, Dan. Oh, yes, yes. Let's talk okay, about the giveaway. Okay. So if you yeah, guys haven't figured it out by now, we, we talked about this last week. Uh, the Macbeth Hardwood giveaways are back. Uh, we are going to do Woo! them on a monthly basis for the time being, depends on how it goes. If it goes good, we might bring it back bi-weekly, tri-weekly? Well, we'll see. But Quad-weekly? Yeah. For the time being, the, the giveaways are back. Thanks to Macbeth Hardwood from, uh, from like last week on, and we're going to do it once a month. And this last week's winner was John Scheisser. He won... A pack of five-inch sanding discs, because that's what he chose, and some CA glue branded by our friends over at Macbeth Hardwood. So thank you, Macbeth Hardwood. Thank you. 
We are so excited to have the Macbeth Hardwood giveaways back on the show. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. We're really stoked about that. So the next question is from Michael Maynard. Here we go. Hey, guys. This is Michael Maynard from Splinter Fingers Woodworking. I've got three questions, so I'm just going to get right into it. I'm getting a Shapeoko 4 CNC with the hybrid bed. I've partnered with Carbide 3D and they're sending me the machine to do videos with. First question is the hybrid bed comes with T-Track made into it. Would you utilize the T-Track or would you make a secondary spool board for the top with the threaded inserts like Pete made this week? Second question, website or Etsy? For selling the stuff I make on the CNC and third and final question how did you guys get into making the templates for other makers like the charcuterie boards and so on I'm wanting to start doing that love to hear your thoughts thanks Dan why don't you go first um I forget what his first question was, but his second uh, should question. Should he use a T-Track, T-track for the hold down system? Or? I'm not the best person to answer that because actually when Pete and Mike were here, they made me a spoil board with the threaded inserts to use those cam clamps. T-nuts. And I never used it. I only used, <laughs> I've only ever used double-sided tape. It works so good. So I've already like replaced my my spoil board once because I've already like trashed the other one and it's just a blank spoil board. And I just use double-sided tape. I know that's probably terrible like practice because you know, no, you're spending no money on your, you're spending you. money on uh, the tape. I think the tape isn't like cheap. It's, I want to say it's like 36 bucks for a couple overhead. Rolls. But yeah, overhead costs. yeah he's right. I use that because it's, it's super easy. It's super easy and it works great. Um, as far as the website, website goes, I don't actually have a website, believe it or not. I have a zero yeah, website. The Daniel Dolip <laughs> That is not a thing yet. Um, I, I sell everything, everything that I sell, I sell through Etsy or direct directly through like Instagram or, or somebody like reaches out through text or something or email. Uh, I do, I do a lot of stuff through Etsy. So I, I really like Etsy. Uh, it's super simple. Uh, it takes very little like maintenance, so to speak. Like I don't have to maintain a website, so it, that's super nice. And it comes with built-in SEO, so it, it it that that right there is worth its weight in gold, in my opinion. Um, and third question was that, that's it. It was just two questions. Nope, there was oh, third was question. Oh, templates. That's right. Uh, oh, how did I get started on templates? I actually just had a few people on Instagram ask me if I could make a template for them. And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. So I make one template, I make two, and I put put it on Etsy. That's it. If I, if I have somebody ask me for a template, I'll make them one, take a picture, list it on Etsy. Very simple. I mean, it's only 20 cents to list something on Etsy. It's stupid cheap. Basically free. I mean, it's pretty close to free. Graz? Do you have any experience uh, in this area? I just um, 
I guess, launched my website. So I really enjoy Etsy because it also has built-in stuff for if you want to have merch from like, I use Printful for shirts. So do we. Completely completely integrated so you don't really have to do it. You just have to link them together and yeah, you don't have to worry about off. anything. It's very nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super convenient because you just go, I have shirts and then go, oh, shirt got sold. I don't have to do anything. Money goes in my pocket. They ship the thing out. So it's like, with Etsy, I, I really, I really. What like I have the, found, uh, like I've gotten several requests for this. Like somebody will order a shirt or a hoodie or whatever, and they'll be like, "Hey, will you throw in a couple stickers for me?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, you're like, uh, yeah, it doesn't like, quite uh, work that way." <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "What's your address? I'll just do it that yeah. way." But for the most part, I use my website for informational stuff, like where I am, contacts, stuff like that. For like. Uh, Instagram photos, just kind of like a, a one kind of hub for all of my stuff. And then to sell stuff, I totally go Etsy. It seems like the easiest route and least amount of, of headache as far as like shipping and stuff like that goes. Peter? Uh, Graz, I would just like to point out that your Etsy is not listed in your link tree. Just want to throw that out. Oh, man. Oh. Link tree. Ah, okay. Oh, Thanks for the happened. heads up. Because I'm literally pulling I, links off of it for our notes. I, all right. I Everybody go check right out now. Graz. All this stuff's going to be in the show notes. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me update it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, question. You know, so, the spoil board. Actually, uh, 3D DIY Dave Bell asked me today about um, why I went with the threaded ins- – or, sorry, the T-nut inserts for my spoil board over the T-track. And that's basically that I actually used – the all the mounting points depending on where i want to set up my my workpiece i set up different rails i 3d print custom rails and corner pieces and whatnot for the cnc so i like to move it around sometimes i just want to set it up dead center and that's where i want to keep making a carve or whatever and it allows me to mount it in a lot of different locations or a lot of times what i'm doing is i'm not actually pressing the pieces down or holding them down with a double stick tape is that I'm setting up a rail, I'm screwing it down, and there's a little rail system, and I will clamp, like use a friction clamp, to press that piece up against the rail. That holds it plenty, and I don't need to double stick it down or even apply pressure down on it. Uh, so that's why I went with that route. That being said, that those two tracks are great. They'll hold down your pieces a lot. And honestly, and I know not a lot of people say this, but you could just like screw a piece of wood down to your wasteboard. And then once in a while, just like sand it. So anywhere you like drilled in, it like raises it, just sand it flat. Like you could do that. It's a, it's a waste board. It's meant to be wasted. Screw down into it. Um, as far as website or Etsy, in order, you should have a uh, Etsy Linktree website. And that's a very quick leap from one to the other. Like you should have Etsy and Linktree if you have multiple links and then do a website. A website is as as important as it is. You the amount of work you would have to put in to get the amount of SEO you're getting through Etsy is insane. So Etsy does a lot of that stuff for you for free as long as you have good listings. Fill out every single possible option in there. You're going to be golden. Do that. Do Etsy. Push it. That can make bank for you. There you go. He updated it. Good job, My uh, no. No, it was it was already there. Was it? Oh. Graz merch, third one. Oh, Graz merch, and oh, okay, so Pete's sorry. bullish. Yeah. Well, at the bottom there's different links, and I guess that's what's in there. Just, so grazmakes.com, buy it, buy a shirt on my my sh- my site. It would be wonderful. Buy a shirt. 
buy a shirt, get some stickers. I'll put knives up there when I, once I uh, I kind of want to batch some stuff out, and I'm just going to kind of throw them up there as I make them. I'm going to favorite and... the shop. Oh, look at you. Look at me. Look um, at you. So the last thing is, how did I get into templates? I bought the same template pack that Mike and Dan and uh, <laughs> I think we all did. have the same. We have the same <laughs> template pack. That's why there's a lot of the same type templates. You really can't tell because they're all fairly unique looking. Um, and that's anytime, uh, same thing as Dan. Anytime somebody's like, hey, can I have this template made? Like I just make it. I'm just really bad about listing them online. Right. I probably should. I have the file what's, already. What's great about having those files is you could you could like stretch them or contort them to whatever you want. Yeah. So whatever size you want, eight inches, 20.5 mil- centimeters, medium. whatever. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Uh, Mike, what about you? Uh your waste track. I prefer T track over the I prefer PS. vacuum bed, which I honestly I would love. I would yeah, the vacuum bed is where I'm going with mine, but I've got I like uh I don't I have um I don't have either of those. I just have a, a a board, a big spoil board and I just hold everything down with clamps and different mechanisms I use for that. I'm going to go to um <clears throat> um my next CNC is going to have a vacuum bed, obviously, but my, my current CNC is just that. I have a big inch and a half, four by eight sheet of ultralight MDF on mine, and I think I'm going to take that off. I'm going to stop using that. I'm going to go back, not because the ultralight MDF isn't great. It's great, but uh, I have really nice heavy-duty T-Track underneath it, and I want to go back to being able to use my T-Track again. So um, as far as the website goes... I uh, really like Etsy because of the SEO and you don't have to deal with sales tax. Sales tax is a nightmare. Oh, yeah, that's huge. It's part of my commission, it's part of my commission work that I have to deal with. So um, it's nice not have to having to pay that bill <laughs> every quarter. Um, I do have a website. I've gone back and forth and considered deleting my website e-commerce multiple times because I don't get any orders on there. Like everything's commissions through word of mouth and through my email or through my website, my website's book now function, um, or Etsy. But as of lately, my website's been doing well now that I've shut down my Etsy store for my vacation mode. And I, it's anyway, I would say an Etsy store is the way to go. It's so easy. I think if you're a really big personality, um, if you've got a lot of people who follow you, that's where you need (laughs) a website's going to be valuable to you. If you're, if you're a well-known name, um and can get that. Even if you're small, conversion. you should have it, but it's not the top thing. No, no, you need a website no matter what. Like yeah. you need a website. But having an e-commerce on your website, uh like for me, I convert a lot from my website into commission work. A lot. I get like my book now feature on my website on for my job or stuff. I get like 18 requests a week on that thing. That's a lot for me. I mean like Wow. Like 10 to 15% of that turns into work, but that's a lot. Like that's a lot of jobs a week I get from that conversion rates high. So for commission work, I'm really happy with it. But the, my actual WooCommerce online store, it's whatever. I'm not like a huge fan of it. So, uh, anyway, uh, and then for templates, uh, just put it out there that you do templates and you'll either gain a, build it and a, they will a come. customer base or you won't. Yeah. I mean, you'll either build a customer base or you won't. So, um, that's it for me on that one. So let's jump over to uh, 
I think the next one. Moses Cho Moses. had a very similar question, so we can probably parrot a lot of it. He did. I mean, do we want to hear? Yeah, let's. No, no I'll play it either way. Play it. Hey guys, it's Moses Cho with Chosen Craft Co. So my question for you guys this week has to do with online shopping, and I'm talking about your own shop that is present online. Um, a lot of you guys have Etsy, um, and some of you guys have uh, the shopping feature e-commerce website. So <clears throat> I'm about to start both. I'm working on my website, and I do want to open. I do want to open an Etsy store. Um, but I do want to hear from you guys what your opinions are on which one would be better for um, just starting out. And if one kind of fails, um, like what what area one shop might fail, um, let's say an, an, an Etsy shop might not do something that your e-commerce website might be able to do. So um, I want to hear your thoughts and just would totally appreciate um, you guys' opinions about it. Thank you. Uh, I kind of answered all that stuff. Yeah. Spacehay.com. Spacehay is Space where you should <laughs> all your goods. Yeah, I am just raking money in already. <laughs> Big fish in a very little pond. The, the, the answer is diversify. Like It doesn't hurt to have all of them. Right. It's mostly free. Aside from running your own website and listing on Etsy for 20 cents, it's basically free. Facebook Marketplace. I, I know e-commerce. people that make bank yeah, I think sh- on like let go and like yeah, some of the like, Shopify, I think, Shopify is, is and, free for like six or seven posts, I yeah. think. You can start a business with Printful and basically almost no money up front. Yeah. You know. It's amazing. Because so, I, I used to I used to um do a lot of screen printing and Direct to garment printers just kind of killed that because it was like there's no way I can compete against that, and it's so right. convenient if you're spelt selling merch like that that it's like that reminds you don't have me of a t-shirt design I need to put up. Hey, there you go. Speaking of there killing the screen printing industry, um, check out Graz's Printful uh, orders on uh, on his Etsy store. It's pretty good stuff. Thank <laughs> you, by the way. <laughs> no, Thanks no. for the order. Link in the show notes. Uh, Look at the joke. No, uh, let's go to uh, the next question is the last question, and that's from Whiskey Sloth. Hey, guys, it's Jeremy with Whiskey Sloth Woodworks. It's my favorite kind of sloth. You guys owe me a huge thank you for not submitting a question when the Big D was on the show. You're welcome. I don't like that. Anyway, kind of a serious question (laughs) this week, and it deals with flooring. Uh, obviously, I have a very small garage-style shop obviously. that I share a lot of room with, with Christmas decorations, kids' toys, etc. Places where you guys started a long time ago. My concern is my floor and standing here for long periods of time. Have you guys found anything that really works or any type of flooring that really works? To alleviate back pain, foot pain, or uh, just is a joy to stand on and get in the shop and not have to worry about your back hurting or just standing for long periods of time. I'm interested to hear what you guys 
have used and based on your trial and error, uh, what works for you. Thanks, guys. As always, I enjoy the show. Keep doing what you guys do. Graz. I Okay, so I use my table saw laying down. That's my best. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the best way to alleviate back problem. I just lay down and just kind of. Have you thought about using it while you're in traction, like hanging upside down? <laughs> that that too. Yeah, you could do that too. Um, no, I mean a, a, a good a good a good pair of boots. My my shop is concrete, so there's really I mean you can get the uh, the foam padding at, at Harbor Freight, but good pair of boots really. Is kind Crocs. of my saving grace. <laughs> nice, a nice pair of Crocs. Bought them Crocs. Yeah, fashion stays at the Camaro, at the door of the shop. <laughs> Hell yeah, some Birkenstocks <laughs> with some socks on and a mullet. No, I, yeah, for me, it, it really it's about the the kind of shoes or boots you wear and uh, just kind of doing that because it does. After twelve hours of working on your on your feet, it really does start start. Uh, hurting your back and your feet. So for me, there's I don't really have much of an option other than good soul, good souls, good shoes, stuff like that. Peter, what about you? Um, I agree. I have I have shop slippers. I always have a pair of shop slippers that I just put on steel toe. I hope steel toe slippers. Yeah, now, like I've always had slippers that I like. Basically, what happens is I have house slippers that then get worn out and they get retired to shop slippers. They're perfectly fitted because they, I beat them up a little bit. Um, and then I just continue to cycle. I have house and shop slippers. Also, it helps with the dust. But that's one part of it. At my old shop, I also had the Harbor Freight foam flooring mm-hmm. through the pretty much the entire shop, uh, except wherever I had to roll around uh, uh, like carts with tools on them. They're great. The one downside of them is they're soft. They're, they're thick foam. They're not like that rubber, like gym stuff, which that will help. So that's something I would recommend if you have the money, get that. But at the very least, where you're standing the most, whether it's in front of the table saw, the table that you sand at, your CNC, whatever, put a couple of those things down between your shoes and that, you're going to be very comfortable. It's going to help out a lot. And those things are super cheap. I probably bought about five or not probably 10 of them at this point. Uh, they're all in Your my shed, flex. and I need to set them up in my new shop. They're like five, ten bucks. Yeah, they're, they're really inexpensive, but they, they really whatever they are. I don't well, know. It must be nice to have foam, foam, foam floor money, foam floor money, foam, sure. foam, foam, yeah, foam, foam. I don't foam. have mayo money. I have foam <laughs> floor money. It's like me money. with backpack. Ironically, black, like, black, black, since black. since I've black, done black. the floors in the shop, I kind of don't want to cover it because I really enjoyed. Look at these floors. My floor. Look at these floors. You see these floors? Um, but yeah. I don't know. Dan, what, or you what could, do you think? You could pull a Pachudo and, and put carpeting down. That's just don't even crazy. get me started crazy. on that. <laughs> he, he is insane. Insane. So controversial. The allergies. <laughs> Although it 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 probably cuts down on the like the echo and the noise. Like, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, for it's, sure. it's very smart. Yeah. It's a good oh, yeah. Um, yes, the Harbor Freight foam flooring is. A great solution for this. Put it exactly where you're going to be standing the most by your table saw, by your workbench, by you know whatever. Um, also, cross is right. Uh, footwear goes a lot into that. I mean, if you're going to wear boots. pebble chicken boots, your feet are probably going to hate you. If you wear a nice boot like Brunt or 
Carolina. Carolina, obviously, or Red Wing, it's probably going to do you a lot of good. So footwear has a lot to do with that. And maybe don't use concrete for your floor. Maybe maybe <laughs> melt some rubber and put that down instead. Have you thought about that? That's an option somewhere. Yeah, I rent. <laughs> no, honestly, um, to, to go back on the, on the boot thing, um, Tim Sway had his um, – like vegetarian boots and the soles that they use were like very like very soft vibram soles and they were like the most comfortable boots i've ever had in the shop and it was literally like wearing a pair of slippers i don't, I don't know if they're even available anymore but it really does come down to to footwear for me i mean that's huge that 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 is like the main thing i look at so like when i shot weddings on a regular basis i was on my feet 10, 12 hours a day, sometimes 15. Um, footwear was everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. Because it doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> what kind of shoe you're wearing. Uh, after a while, like, your feet are going to hurt really bad. So it behooved yourself a little bit to spend a little extra money on the footwear. Because even though your feet would hurt at the end of the day, they wouldn't hurt as bad. And... Yeah, footwear, 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 footwear. Mike, add to this, please. I, I had a lot of those. Uh, what are they? The anti fatigue mats. Those ones. I bought a. I bought a bunch of them from Costco. The like rubbery mats at all my workstations. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I had the Harbor Freight ones too. And then I had all these ones from like that Home Depot had sent. Those things were trash, but they. Uh, I had a bunch of those. But the ones from Costco were really really nice. Before I had lost weight, when I was heavier i had i was using those anti-fatigue mats and they were really great and i wouldn't have back problems but then i lost all i lost all this weight and uh they actually the anti-fatigue mats were making my back hurt so i actually i was like oh my, my back's kind of hurting me so i took them out of my shop and i just have concrete and i i wear pretty nice boots and 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 shoes when i'm in the shop at all times because i don't like to go cheap on shoes it's like going cheap on your mattress <laughs> you're on your feet a lot as a human being or tattoo and, uh, artist yeah, or <laughs> yes. herpes medication. Um, <laughs> no, so the um, you want, these are uh, huh? Really Sorry. derailed there. Uh, no, Sorry. No, no, um, no uh, the, the, you don't want to go cheap on some of these things. So I like to wear nice boots and shoes and you know nice mattress, these kind of things. But I got rid of those mats, and I think just my physiology's changed now that I've lost all this weight. And I, I actually don't have the back pain I had uh, when I before I lost the weight. So I don't have kind of generally any of the back pain I used to have. So um, I really like to just have the concrete now. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. I've gotten rid of all my mats. So anyway, there you go. Lose uh, a bunch of weight. That's the answer. Get rid of yeah, your mats. Lose get lose rid of seventy mats. pounds and uh, get rid of your mats. <laughs> yeah. No, but but the but the but what I'm saying is what I was trying to get to and I didn't get to is. Don't go. You can get those cheap Harbor Freight ones, and they're really only like five bucks, I think. Uh, yeah, really if you get cheap. like ten of them, you're like fifty dollars into your back, not hurting you. Like fifty dollars, who cares? Fifty dollars. What's into a your chiropractor cost you? It's huge. Yeah, like it's gonna. It's. I mean, it's not. It's worth the money. Like spend the money on yourself. You know, treat yourself. Yeah. Just do it. So you're worth it. Little, you're and you can it. break dance after you're done. Yeah. Yeah. It's or during morning, those Harbor Freight <laughs> smell a little bit. So just like. Let them air yeah, out. they are a little. They are a little stinky. stinky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, that's 
all the questions. Graz, you are the man. Thank you for joining us. It was a ton of fun, dude. You thank are you for having me. We, nah, man. Oh, you're you're no, thank you so, for joining us. You, no, seriously. Th- awesome. Thank you for, just, for asking. No, me. no, thank you, Graz. No, thank you. I imagine, <laughs> I imagine you smell incredible. Anyway, oh, you, um, you have, you have like no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Bring it in. Oh, I'm gonna no, be. I'm gonna be putting up some. Some beard hair in my Etsy store soon, so Ooh. you'll be able to smell Fantastic. smell me at home. Yes. Yeah, yeah, do it up. Musk Can I get draws. a lock of beard hair? Yeah, man, but <laughs> I like, do... and, like seriously, it's it's been such a pleasure to have you. Like we're like approaching two hours on a recording, and it yeah, feels kind of like like one. This is we're the just longest like chatting the and having we've fun. Ever done. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, it really so, is. Um, I do yeah. want to say that it Take was that, really Jackman. nice when we were at when we were at the Maker Camp and we we're at the Total Boat booth. And I walk up to Graz, and I immediately know he's wearing an Amazon Basics flannel because I also have the also same exact Amazon, Amazon Basics yeah. flannel. And I was like, this Every, is my people right I think here. We all I'm not ashamed now. to say, as soon as I got back from Pete's house, I bought three of those things. I, oh, I may own some as amazing. well now. Every season, I I just go don't have that color, that color, that color. I buy like four, and I'm like I'm good for the winter. Yeah, good for, <laughs> good for the winter. Yeah. I even yeah. had people all, like message me on Instagram. They're like. What are you t- turning into coffee now? What's going on? Like, they're, they're nice flannels. <laughs> they're good choices. Like Eighteen bucks. Yeah. It's they're cheap, yeah. and I can trash it, and it's fine. Yeah, I used to go yeah. to Uniqlo, and those were like I think thirty bucks God, each. Yeah. And then I was like Amazon. Now they fit better, and they're like twenty bucks each. Yeah, if I get glue on my it, wife. so what? Exactly. Exactly. My wife, yeah. My wife ordered me a flannel from Old Navy, and it was like twenty-eight bucks, and I almost flipped my desk over. I was so mad. <laughs> what are you doing? Ten dollars. <laughs> whenever. No, no, here's my affiliate that. code. You know how many templates I'll have to sell now? <laughs> exactly. No, guys, you're the man. Thanks for coming on, dude. That was really cool. Thank you for having me. Seriously, you. you're awesome. So, uh, we are going to say thanks for listening. You patrons are oh, awesome. Go check out. What's up? Oh no! I was just gonna say, uh, keep your eyes open for a uh, show to be named later at a season to be named later on a major streaming service to be named later uh, with me, Jimmy, Jackman, Pat, and uh, Jimmy Derek and from Du Bois. And Du Bois. It's, it's a big yes. deal. I mean, the, yeah. the guys are on a show on a big streaming network. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much. It's Netflix. It's a it's big an internet deal. flick. They're, they're, I mean, it's it's Netflix. It could be Netflix. Show. It could be. We, they can't go into some of the deal, details on it, but I mean, when that thing becomes live, we are going to talk about it on the podcast. Heck the, yes, the entire That'll cast awesome. on the show now. No, so we, that, no, we need to get Pat now. No, really, Pat and Derek. Yeah, we need to get Pat. No, yeah, I'm, Pat I'm sure. And, they, and they the lathe. We need to get the lathe on one episode. Can we get the lathe on? I talked yeah. to Pat no, last but week and Pat said he's in the middle of a move and as soon as his move's done, he'll be able to jump on the show. So no, it's just full yeah. of French and, excuses. And when we when we have a date, typical and Canadian. I, I'd love to come back and promote it and talk about it once, once the cat is out of the Hell yeah. Yeah. So, You're great. No, that'd be great. Yeah. So, Seriously. Th- thank go check you guys. out Graz. Go check out his website, his Etsy, website. his Instagram. YouTube. His YouTube. He's at the top of our Graz show notes. Go check it out. Click all of them. Narwhal Labs videos dropping every week. So, yeah, check everything out. And uh, that, I'm very appreciative. And uh, really, yeah. again, guys, thank you for having me. Great to have you on, Gross. Go give Gross some love. So, uh, and thanks to the I really guys. want you to What's come out to WorkbenchCon. You need to be I, there. I will, yes. I will do my best. We're all going. Are you guys going to be out there? Is, is, have, have they made that decision I think, yet? I think there, there is going to be some sort of uh, total boat representation. Text. And I, I will see. Find out yeah, tell, go, tell her. Great. Yeah. yeah, you know. I'll tell yeah. her. Hey, I want you to buy me a drink, so you got to go. I, I will buy I'm gonna you. I'm going to text more Chris. Than I'm going to buy him a drink. Graz isn't there. 
I'm not going, and she'll say, who is this? And then I'll cry. So uh, that's <laughs> It should be like, report spam. Like, oh. Yeah, report spam. Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, go check out Gross. Uh Go check out all of our stuff. Go check us out on the social medias, the Etsy. Check out the podcast. Hey, if you want to get a podcast t-shirt, we got a bunch of them on the on the uh, Etsy store. Um, other than get that, that retro shirt. That's pretty hot. Pretty cool. Yeah, that, that retro shirt is sick. Uh, if Anyway, we'll be back next week. Uh, I think the only announcement we have is that, um, oh, uh, the week of Thanksgiving, we are going to be recording on the Wednesday because everyone's going to be occupied with Thanksgiving that week. So we will be recording on Wednesday. And then the week after that, I don't know if that's December 2nd, but December 2nd, Morgan Hopp will be on the show for Micro Jig. He is. Uh, he kind of runs all the social media over there. So Morgan's a great guy. I love talking to Morgan. And he does woodworking. He knows woodworking. He's the. Uh, he's got a special title, like woodworking wizard or something like that. I'll have to yeah. look it up so I can uh, prop him in. It's like that. Anyway, Morgan's a great dude. So uh, we will talk to you guys all next week. Graz, you're the man. It's great talking to you. Thanks, dude. Everyone, have a great week. Bye, bye, you guys. Bye, 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 bye,